0: This picture we're talking about um what's going on in uh, virginia which n- 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 nobody cares who's the governor of virginia really uh but i
1: care that at no point in these discussions has michael played the rolling stones classic sweet virginia but you know can't always get what you want i could go on like that all day all right, i you- see what you did
2: there but i won't
0: sh- you should have a podcast <laughs>
1: where you do that i do have a podcast well another
0: podcast all right uh, Joe works Rolling Stones titles into his conversation. Is the name of the podcast it's too long? <laughs> titles too long. Um. So yeah. So you got uh. There's there's the the line of succession there, starting with the governor, lieutenant governor, then attorney general, attorney
1: general, then the speaker of the assembly. So it or...
0: currently goes racist, rapist, racist, unknown. Right. All of these allegedly. I don't know if any of them are true. Well,
3: from the left's perspective, if we're just continuing the R theme, Republican,
1: that's what they don't like about him. Oh, right. right. Which is, is worse than anything. And, well, honestly, in terms of who's going to be the governor, that's everything. Yeah.
0: And that would be hilarious because they, they had a tie there in Virginia down at the the, the speaker level or down at the assembly level, uh-huh. and they flipped the coin.
1: <laughs> uh, who's be next. I believe they plucked names out of a bowl. I'd rather flip a coin. It was, to me, the looking there's too much potential for looking or but it was, feeling around. But it was I random. Like the coin, <laughs> yeah, I know it's ridiculous. And it could be the
0: next governor. Yeah. If the first one actually has to step down, and then the second one's got the sexual assault, yeah, clearly,
1: one. yeah. Then the third one is every bit as bad as the first one. So you got to go to number four in my
3: America. If any politicians end in a tie, you both lose, and we have to do a new race with entirely new people. Mm, yeah,
0: yeah. You're both out of the race. Yeah. Neither one of you is like good All enough. All new people. <laughs> Um, so now we're back to the whole hashtag me too thing that we've been through quite a few times the last couple of years. And Lord knows a number of actual monsters have been laid low and I'm happy to see that Mm -hmm. people that it's amazing. They got away with it as long as they did. Amen to that. Um, but if, if two people have sex and they were the only ones in the room and one of them says it was consensual and the other one says it wasn't, what do we do with that? We still don't know.
1: Uh, Especially if they maintain friendly contact for a pre- period of time. It's just really difficult to uh, draw any conclusions. If You, you went- have to believe the victim. You have to believe her. We heard many times.
0: And in, and in this case, with the lieutenant governor in Virginia, uh, she and him both say they willingly went to his hotel room and started kissing. Right. You don't get to rape somebody for that. Certainly but, not. But, you know, at what point somebody didn't want to continue? God dang it. Who, who knows? Um, with that, somebody sent the picture. That, that we, this has been covered a lot during the hashtag Me Too era. The, the famous picture, it's a giant statue in San Diego right in front of the USS Midway of the sailor bending over backwards the nurse on the street at the end of World War II and kissing right. her. And mm-hmm. certainly just from the, the pose, it doesn't look like she was you know expecting that or mm-hmm. So was that sexual assault currently in our current environment? Clearly was. We'd have to ask. Her. He would lose his job. Oh, uh, yeah. Only if she claimed it was. But um, so people are trying to decide. So the woman came forward yesterday. She finally came forward. She didn't like the lies the lieutenant governor was spreading. She came forward to tell her story. Like all the stories, it's pretty compelling and, and believable. Um, Cory Booker, who's running for president, weighed in on the accuser yesterday
3: I think we should be focusing on what's right now happening with the governor I know you guys
0: uh, are gonna try to focus on a lot of things right now but right now my focus is uh, on again calling for the governor to step down so when asked about the accusers uh, coming forward and what she had to say in her description of the events he just he, would, he didn't even respond to it. He just moved on to, I'm focused on, you know, the governor stepping down. The racist, right. racist governor. Right. This is what the same Cory Booker said uh, during the hearing when they were talking to de Blasio Ford and the Kavanaugh hearings and that whole dust up. How we
3: deal with survivors who come forward right now is unacceptable. And the way we deal with this, unfortunately, allows for the continued darkness of this culture to exist. And your brilliance... Shining light unto this, speaking your
1: truth is nothing short of heroic. Well, that's a contrast there. Yeah,
0: I'm not. I'm not sure. There's a lot different between what the woman said yesterday about the encounter and and De Blasio Ford's testimony. I mean, it's just it either happened that way or it didn't. if We don't have any way of knowing. One, you don't even address. The other one, it's it's
1: heroic. Clearly, you are telling the truth. Politicians, 90% of them, 95, 98, whoops, 98.4% of them, they have principles. They put them on like a windbreaker when it's chilly, huh. when they need them. And then they, took, they take off their principles and put them in a closet as soon as it's their side that's affected. I'm talking about both sides of the aisle. I think, you know, the moral outrage police happen to be much more active and dangerous on the left these days. During a lot of the twentieth century, you could certainly uh, argue that it was on the right. But yeah, way to go, Corey. Your tune has changed. I noticed. I don't know what we do with these situations. Uh, specifically, the uh, lieutenant governor and yeah. his accuser, the yeah. uh, professor from Stanford. Um, I I don't know. I do not know. It's it's extremely difficult. Um, and ugly. Uh, you know, I could suggest. There are things she could have done that would make her more believable, but then that puts me in the position of lecturing someone who, according to her, endured something awful and humiliating and and try to figure out the best way for her to deal with it and get on with her life.
0: Yeah, and her story is the way you laid it out yesterday. For anybody who would say, why are you coming forward now? It's, you know, happened in 2004. Well, you know, it was just some guy somewhere... Uh, for for a lot of years but then when she heard he was he might become the governor she thought this guy who's a rapist it can't become the governor when when I know this
1: about him right i because of the pain and stress it would cause me to come forward i'm not going to come forward i'm just going to deal with it in my own way and get on with my life but then you reach a point where that person's going to become incredibly powerful and if you're the governor of Virginia if you're a handsome young persuasive black governor of virginia we all know you're on the track to a job just a few miles across the river all right or at least running for you yeah. right yeah absolutely and she thought okay i don't care how much pain and stress it causes me that ain't happening so indeed if her allegations are legit or i suppose if she's crazy but um yeah that's why somebody would come forward after all this time sure, same
0: was miss ford you know she was okay keeping her mouth shut and just dealing with it on our own until she thought he was going to be a Supreme Court justice,
1: if you believe her. Right, right. So, yeah, that, that argument's not that great. No. Um, on the other hand, we were talking about this uh, earlier. Why is it always social sciences professors? <sighs> and again, this is not proof of anything. Uh, but if there's like a fake social justice warrior incident of racism on a college campus, it's always a social sciences student, always, or a social sciences professor, because they're so intent on you know making their point. But I don't know what happened with this woman. I have no idea. She says she
0: was uh, uh, molested as a kid by a family member, so she's a victim of molestation and incest, and then if she was raped then at some point, yeah, you might spend your academic career working on these issues.
1: Great point. Absolutely legit. But, you know, the only thing we know is that there's been a complete change in tone based on party affiliation. And, the, and There's a, and the again, world's smallest shock.
0: And again, the only reason I'm talking about it, because whatever happens to this guy in Virginia doesn't make a difference to me, but the only reason I'm talking about it is this isn't the last time we're going to have somebody, their career on the line over this sort of thing. Right. We, we need to come up with a system.
1: Right. A point scale. And or, meanwhile, the academia, the... The elite are coming up with these ridiculous, bizarre, unenforceable and completely uh, isolated from human experience like dating codes on college campuses and, you know, affirmative consent doctrines and Title IX this and the, the accuser doesn't get to testify uh, stuff as well. Um, Michael, I appreciate you skipping to the course. That's a good uh, good thing to do. But there's an S-bomb In nine and a half seconds, no, fourteen seconds. (laughs) Yeah, perhaps we can fade that. You got to scrape the S right off your shoes, is what Mick wants us to know. So,
0: (laughs) so Cory Booker. Um, I, I would just I would like to ask him, I mean, how do you make the decision between obviously we believe her and thank God we're at this moment right. and just completely ignore it? Of course. Yeah. How do you nail that down?
1: All right, man, there's a lot of stuff happening in the news
0: we need to get to and we'll get to it in moments. Really? Yes. Just done filthy rolling stone zones. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The conscience of the of nation. Of the nation.
0: Samsung is trying to change your refrigerator into Tinder. What? Yes, you heard me right. The new $4,000 Samsung Family Hub refrigerator, $4,000 refrigerator, has a touch screen on the door that you can use to view the family's schedule and an ingredient tracking camera that lets you double check whether you're out of of milk. And with the app, you can take a photo of the inside of your your fridge to to share with others. Then you could swipe right or left based on the contents of your fridge and whether or not you're interested in that
1: person. That's it. I'm moving to the woods. Good luck, humanity. <laughs> Trio of stories I want to get to uh, very briefly. I wonder if, if you open up that $4,000 fridge, if it's so cold you need that $900 racist Gucci sweater, <laughs> you put that on.
0: There's no food in my refrigerator. I spent all my money. <laughs>
1: A trio of stories, very briefly. uh, We got this note from uh, Jeff. Joe, I always thought you were a little too tinfoil hatty with your Chinese student spy rhetoric, but I stand corrected. They sent along a piece from the Navy Times about a Chinese student going to prison for taking clandestine photographs of military installations. I am not the least bit tinfoil hatty. I have it on great authority from our nation's counterterrorism agents that Chinese nationals, uh, as as professors, academics, business people, students, etc., there are huge numbers of them who are agents of the Chinese government and are spying as hard as they can. It is indisputable. My my hat, if I wear one, indeed is made of the standard materials and not tin foil nor aluminum foil.
0: By the way, Marshall will have it as news coming up in about a uh, ten minutes. Trump's tweeting about Adam Schiff, who is leading the committee. That, as of today, is kicking off five different investigations into his personal life. Or I hope he's not tweeting life.
1: anything unkind, the president. <laughs> you know, I am
0: I think I'm the only one uh, around here who actually has known someone who wore tinfoil hats.
1: You have. Yeah. And and tops of his shoes, right? Yeah, he was a lecturer at a major university. Yeah, that's wild. Oh, speaking of major
0: universities. thought he was uh, catching the rays from outer space or something. Maybe he was. Maybe he was. How do, how do
1: I know he wasn't? You're not even a minor lecturer at a no, major university. No, I'm not. no. So, this is the sort of thing that's happening, happening at major universities. Big uh, uh, debate tournament in Utah. A pair of Utah high school soon, seniors lost a debate round because they read quotes from Ben Shapiro and Dr. Jordan Peterson, who were deemed white supremacists by the judge. White supremacists? Yes. Wow,
0: I was prepared Ugh. for you to say. Something that
1: would be ridiculous. Meany, meany conservatives. But although not, Jordan yeah. Peterson isn't really a conservative. No. But, um, no, that's crazy. White supremacists. The, the round of the debate was uh, resolved. The United States federal government should substantially reduce restrictions on legal immigration. Meaning the affirmative side was we should encourage more lawful immigration. We should have rules that encourage lots of it. And Moreno, uh, Michael Moreno and his partner were arguing in the negative. That's what they were assigned to. Um, and but instead of arguing the infirm in the affirmative, the other team just read a slam poem about how terms like legal and illegal are dehumanizing. Um, then they quoted from numerous professors critical of assimilation and notion that immigrants must like uh, act American to live the good life, etc. So Marino and his partner responded that the other team didn't actually articulate a position on liberalizing legal immigration. They said, we have nothing to argue about. They didn't propose anything, so we can't argue against it. Um, And then during the cross-examination part of the debate, um, Moreno and his partner, uh, they said they couldn't talk about fairness because they were white males. So you can't even talk about that. Moreno then said he's read through quotes from Shapiro and Peterson pertaining to identity politics, specifically Ben Shapiro. Evil things are still evil if I'm a white, well-off religious man. And good things are still good even if I'm a white, well-off religious man. My identity has nothing to do with what is right or wrong. They quoted uh, Jordan Peterson as saying, It goes along with this idea of class guilt because your group membership is the most important thing. If your group at some point in the past did something reprehensible, which of course every group has done, then you're de facto responsible for that. Um at this point, the judge ended the round, saying, as the other team continued to affirm that they had no standing as white males, the judge said, well, we've talked about. you're how- quoting racists. Um, your partners uh, and your partner saying evidence is needed and your identity doesn't matter is actually racist, and you're quoting racists and this round is over, and you lose the debate. You racists.
0: Yeah, well, even without the Jordan Peterson, uh, Ben Shapiro stuff, we've talked about before how that's caught hold in debates across the country, including at the college level of the whole identity thing. Um, you get to present as a fact. If something happened to you and you're, you know, pick it, whatever identity you want to be, mm-hmm. okay, you're a black woman. If something happened Can I to, be
1: an Indian like
0: Elizabeth Warren? If something happened to you as a black woman, you get to present that as a fact, like research fact. As as uh, evidence of something that happens to right black
1: women right the phrases that's your truth exactly mm-hmm.
0: and is uh and and counts as you know as any research that's usually done in debates does right and if you are not one of those groups then nothing you say counts
1: no you're not allowed to counter it and uh, so they they asked the University of Arizona who supplied the judges and uh, the judge the university to their credit said yeah um. Yeah, that probably wasn't so great. But neither of the directors uh, responding to an inquiry by the journalist about what is going... Uh, they didn't respond to the inquiry. What's going on in the debate community where one side can just yell racism and the debate's over? They had no answer for it's that. It's
0: the same thing that's going on in the political community. Is, is that surprising to anyone? Uh,
1: no, no. Uh, the fact that if if 10 to 15% of professors and and academics and administrators were fine with that, I would be horrified. The fact that it's a hell of a lot more than that really, really shakes me. We didn't even get to how the Virginia monologues are getting canceled at the various uh, universities because um, trans women don't have vaginas.
0: Vagina monologues, okay. Uh, What's coming up in your news, Marshall?
2: Well, Donald Trump is now Twitter bombing Adam Schiff about upcoming investigations into his finances. Start today. Yes, and we've got national outrage being directed against Wells Fargo. Coming up. Well, I'm
0: guessing. Well, I'll, c- I'll hold my fire. That's coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. We've talked about the public pension bomb that is waiting out there in America many cities, counties, and states all across this great land, it's all going to come crashing down at some point, and there's new info out on that. Oh boy. People are going to say, how did nobody see this coming?
1: And one quick note from the exciting world of science, uh, uh, in the world of 3D fabricating, I won't say 3D printing, because I think it's dumb, even though everybody else on Earth does. Most 3D fabricating has to be done layer by layer, fairly painstakingly. They're developing at some uh, University of California, Berkeley. Um, This uh, uh, method where they use light, beams of light, shining into a resin that's affected by beams of light and can just do the thing all at once. Uh, And and in a way that doesn't have tiny little ridges because the layer thing, which could be really important for super high-tech applications, but they've made a bunch of... It's got to be clear at this point and, and fairly small, but... Where this is going to be in twenty five, fifty years, it just it boggles the mind.
0: I wonder how soon, like you or I, will have one of those at our home, a three D printer.
1: Oh, within five
0: years, probably. Um, I,
3: I, I take the under on that. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah I believe wow. it. So here is so what will I be printing? Um, uh, screws, right? So like like say you the trampoline that you were making for
1: your kid that day, and there wasn't the screw that you needed. Oh, you perfect, don't have to go
3: to the hardware store. Right? You can just print up a screw for here's it.
1: Here's a scene for a movie. You can steal this if you want, Hollywood. So uh, a plane's got a mechanical problem. It's going to go down. Our hero busts a 3D fabricator out of his uh, briefcase. He fabricates the part they need. He climbs out on the wing, holding on tight, installs it, and comes back in the plane and saves everybody.
2: Could I always, happen.
0: I always need some sort of pipe hose plumbing sort of doodad thing. Right. I, I really well, hate yeah. to. You, you, yeah.
1: you, right, uh, you, you go to the hardware store. How many times have you
3: done this? Right. Got the wrong pipe oh, hose yeah. thingy. Oh, yeah. yeah. You no longer will have to buy sets of Legos. You can just go to the Lego oh, website. That's what I need. Say I need to get Legos. <laughs> I want the, the Star Wars Starship version, <laughs> yeah. and then you just 3D print up the pieces that you need to make that How's that, that going to unclog my toilet?
1: I got a clogged toilet over here. I need the pipe hose thingy. To print up a plunger?
2: (laughs) Let's get the news now, Marshall Phillips. Well, President Trump is complaining about plans for new investigations into his ties to Russia and personal finances. Trump taking to Twitter this morning, blasting Congressman Adam Schiff, chair of the House Intelligence Committee, who's planning sweeping new probes. Trump tweeting this morning, quote, So now Congressman Adam Schiff announces after having found zero Russian collusion, that he is going to be looking at every aspect of my life, both personal and financial, even though there is no reason to be doing so. Never happened before. Unlimited presidential harassment. There's a lot of truth to that. Even and when it,
1: the tables are turned, man, a Democrats next in the White House, Katie, bar the door. <coughs> yeah, if the Republicans have the House. Right. If. Um,
0: Even if Trump's in no uh, legal trouble, He's going to have a little bit of political trouble and a lot of personal headache. Guaranteed. It's not not even close to an if. Guaranteed. There's no way a guy that's done that many uh, business deals in his life doesn't have some places where he pushed it to the very limit, uh, tax-wise or regulation-wise or whatever, at the sure. very least. Well, so I mean, he's, he's going to have to
1: deal with these headaches. If he's been building in Manhattan for decades, yep. he has all sorts of mob interaction. I mean, uh, ties to organized crime, long time, high-level ties to organized crime. It's a pretty good headline. Sure. Of course, it applies to every single builder in Manhattan. What's
0: that got to do with Russian collusion? Well, what did Monica Lewinsky's dress have to do with the Whitewater land deal in Arkansas? Doesn't make any difference at some point.
2: Yesterday, Trump was saying of Schiff. He has no basis to do that. He's just a political hack who's trying to build a name for himself. There you go. Wells Fargo suffering from a nationwide outage. The financial giants reporting ATMs are offline as well as mobile banking. In a tweet, Wells Fargo saying they're experiencing a systems issue that is causing intermittent outages and working very hard to restore services as soon as possible. The company is also offering an apology to affected customers. So the ATMs apparently are out. And we've got a new study led by scientists at Brown University that indicates there's a drug that's used to treat HIV AIDS that might also be effective in treating Alzheimer's. One of the study's authors says the drug lamivudine reduces age-related inflammation in mice. He says, You made up that name, but go on. No, no, lamivudine. He says this holds promise for treating age-associated disorders in humans like Alzheimer's, type 2 diabetes, Parkinson's, Arthritis and macular degeneration. Huh, Again, this, this work being done at Brown University. What, what was Viagra
1: originally? Famously, um, was that um, hair loss? Yeah, it was, I, thought I it believe was... it was hair loss. Yeah, right?
2: yeah. And then you know, a bunch of guys
1: went to the doctor. There's an oil additive
0: for your car? Better gas mileage. A
1: huh. bunch of guys went back to the doctor and said, "Yeah, I got a little more hair on my head." But uh, listen, doc, I got something to tell you about this stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and then it became, well, nobody cares about their hair anymore.
2: Liam Neeson's canceled another public appearance, another publicity appearance. He was going to be on uh, the late uh, night with uh, Stephen Colbert on Friday, but he has bowed out. Neeson under fire the last few days when he revealed that 40 years ago he went out looking for a black. Well, he was outraged after a loved one got raped, and that rage caused him to walk around the streets hoping to run into and get into a fight with a black person. Neesom also and kill him and kill him. Neeson also missed the premiere of his latest movie Cold Pursuit after the red carpet event was canceled following his controversial admission.
0: Yeah, I'm with you, Sean. I always suspect fake controversy whenever a movie or a book is coming out and there's some story cuz well, it's always true. It's yeah. fake. It's uh, you know, it's just a now you know about the book, right? now you know about the movie right? This was this no. is not doing his movie any
3: good. <laughs> no, this was a whoopsie-daisy, and I think it'll be some time before he gets another offer. And any movies that he has currently in the pipeline, I think uh, are going to be shelved. Probably.
2: Yep. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, I'm Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation.
0: Yeah, you know, so you've heard this about your city or your county or your state, wherever you are, on how you're... In many cases, paying more retired firefighters with your tax dollars than you are current firefighters. Right. Or policemen or whatever else. This pension bomb is huge. The amount that it has grown in recent years is just astounding. Talk about the federal national debt. Oh, my God, you got this problem, too.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. We're a house of
0: cards. You're
1: frightening me. And nobody talks about it.
0: You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. The not particularly bright Eric Clapton, who I never look at the same ever since I read his autobiography. <laughs> well, you are listening to the
1: Armstrong and Getty Show. Slow hand, slow frontal lobe.
0: 3D printing isn't dumb, Joe. You're dumb. That's a good text from the text line, which is four one five two nine five kftc Fair get, criticism. This, this person says you can get a 3D printer for 300 bucks. I used to, to print stuff all the time. That's great. I wonder what he prints, though. See, that's the thing i don't parts as i've said as i regularly say and remind myself the first time i saw somebody texting i thought why would anybody ever do that that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard so so my my ability to imagine what i'm going to use or what's going to catch on is clearly very limited these i'm as dumb as eric clapton
3: yes sean these kind of rubber stabilizer mic things these Mm -hmm. were made on a 3d printer here at the radio I, i believe
0: you but i don't need those so what am i going to print in my house I need to, with spoons. That might be handy. What do, what more you're
3: like
1: spoons. A dog. We've got to come up with something you need at this moment. <laughs> Here's for you do understand machine. the technology. Uh, yeah. I don't understand what Oh, all right. <laughs> Tell us what you need at this moment.
0: <laughs> I always need more silverware. That'd be pretty handy. Super. All right. We'll
1: print you a fork. I'm sure you could do a fork, plastic fork. Oh yeah. Fork. yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe you've seen plastic forks at Kentucky Fried Chicken. But these course, are probably if you, sturdier. If you buy it, a piece of equipment at the cost of hundreds of dollars to get yourself a plastic fork, <laughs> you're not using it properly. But yes,
3: that is a use
1: for it. <laughs> ah, it's funny. What if you got a bowl of soup and all you got is a fork? Then you really need a spoon. That's why you make sporks only. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The amount of plumbing
0: gear that I, that I always need is amazing. So it'd be a lot of those.
1: Mm-hmm uh anyway then you get to the hardware store and the guy says uh what size pipe and you say i don't know and he looks at you like you're an idiot (laughs) oh boy they start
3: talking in fractions of inches and i'm i I got nothing and it didn't even occur to me to (laughs) never
1: mind i'm going home
0: you know i started doing and i i started buying i'll get all three sizes i'll get five eighths. eights i'll get half inch i get i get the one above above in the middle i get all three if i got extras fine someday i'll come back and return it. yeah exactly Um, Trump needs to start referring to this investigation as hashtag shift show. That would be pretty good. Oh, that's funny. Who's following the shift show? (laughs) And this text, are you guys going to spend all black history month defending blackface and credulously reading stories about how anti-racism has gone too far? Like, is this a programming decision or just the way the show is going? Just kind of reacting to the news. But thanks for asking. Blackface is a thing that existed in the early twentieth century, and I don't know if it was going on in the late eighteen hundreds, but anyway, it was a specific thing designed to mock black people. Putting on black makeup to do a Michael Jackson routine is not the same thing. You can't call them both blackface. No, that's no, crazy. They,
1: and and you know, with all due respect to the idea of Black History Month, which I, I get, I totally get. It. Every month should be Black History Month to ignore the contributions of you know uh the dark skinned in american history would be it's it's an, it's terrible it's awful so anyway
0: and finally you guys are okay with mob connections and tax cheating if they find that looking through trump's life
1: that- no i didn't say tax cheating is okay but uh, every use every lawful use of the tax code will be portrayed as tax cheating that's exactly what we said. You know, if you don't have to go to the trouble of putting words in our mouths, plenty of words come out of our mouths. You can just use those words. Any business person with complex taxes can be portrayed as some sort of monster, some sort of greedy selfish monster, even if they follow the law
3: to the letter. The new phrase that I think would be used is uh, it's tax avoidance. He's not cheating on his taxes,
1: but he's, he's avoiding <laughs> exactly. it, right?
3: And that's I've I've seen that brought up may Maybe legal, but thing. it isn't
1: right. Yeah. Well, in the mob thing, look, okay, super, you find me, anybody who's built anything bigger than a birdhouse in New York and New Jersey who hasn't rubbed up against uh, uh, organized endeavors. Uh, That'd organized be crime. a Boyd house
0: <laughs> in New Jersey. My
1: mistake. You built a Boyd house. Oh! So why don't you
0: 3D print a clue, Texter? What'd you think of that? Huh? Uh, As I tied all our topics together. Uh, okay, <laughs> so this is from the New York Post about the pension bomb that is out there. Why the public pension time bomb is growing even more deadly? Uh, Who's what's his name? Michael Lewis wrote a book about this. Jeez. Oh, ten, ten years ago. Yeah, the, uh, Moneyball guy. Yeah, and um, it just you can't get people to care about this. And it's the old saying of how did you go broke? Gradually, then suddenly. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it all just collapses. Like markets can do, like finances can do, almost 10 years ago exactly, you know, in the financial world. I mean, people say, how did this happen? Well, this is part of how it happened. The second longest bull market in American history hasn't stopped the deterioration of state and local pension funds, whose unfunded debt has almost quadrupled in the last 10 years. Great Scott. By their own accounting from about $360 billion in unfunded pensions to $1.4 trillion today nationwide. Having relied on overly optimistic financial assumptions for decades, public pension administrations are now forced to acknowledge that the systems owe way more than they previously thought, even as local governments struggle to pay for this debt. It keeps growing.
1: You have multiple cities and counties that have higher payrolls for the retired than they have for the current cops, firefighters, at all. And again, we're in the uh uh-oh stage, not the holy blank stage. At the holy blank stage, it's going to be way, way, way upside down.
0: The study found, for instance, because there's all kinds of problems uh, contributing to this. First of all, you just promised
1: too much. Secondly, people, to ensure the votes of the public employee unions right. in perpetuity,
0: and, right? And, and in my opinion, in many cases for police, firefighters, and teachers, you're offering them more than you need to to get qualified applicants. Mm-hmm. So the, the the public shouldn't pay that right. much, right? And then uh, and then people live longer, and then you got this whole pension thing where they're robbing from the pensions to spend on other stuff. It's a bit of a pyramid scheme to cover the current. And so mm-hmm. they had these
1: unbelievably
0: optimistic projections for how much the pension was going to grow.
1: You know, in its investment. Exactly. We'll invest it. It'll grow 9% a year, every single year. Yay! And the public will never have to foot the bill. Yay! They lied. On the aging side of it, the study found that on
0: average, female teachers are now living 90 years, while male teachers live about 88 years. A lot of these projections were based on like 68 and 72 as far as the ages.
1: Wow. So every bit of math involved was fraudulent. Yeah. I mean, you could say naive or inaccurate if you want. It, but was fraudulent. On, it was fraudulent. And hey, listen, let me stand up for some of the peeps, police and firefighters and teachers. They've been kicking in for their pension for years and years. And if they're on the younger end, man, there is a decent chance that they're going to be on the receiving end of a horrible shock when cities and counties and states are going broke and the courts, which hair to forest said, no, you got to back the pensions. You promised that you got to deliver it. Uh, courts sometimes change their minds. I don't blame the individuals. I mean, of course not. Uh,
0: we do pay too much for some of these positions. We could get qualified applicants for less money. I fully believe that. Well, it's been proven. But if they offered you this money and you took it, you deserve it. That was the deal they struck right. with you. But that money ain't there. And uh, as far as the projections, in 2014 in Illinois, they discovered that officials were using mortality rate tables from 1971. When life expectancy was much much shorter, to make their numbers work for the books,
1: running were as well, much much shorter. You can't. 1971. <laughs>
0: you can't tell me that was just a, a rosy glow. You didn't pick mortality tables from 1971 by accident. Please, there are more recent tables. You could Google it and come up with one right now. Right.
1: Uh, but it just it helped the the math work. I'm telling you. You go ahead. You got more. Uh, it's more was, of the same. Well, I tell you what. Just let me say this. Uh, if you add that to the question of the national debt and the fact that at some point, taxes are going to have to be high enough to take on all the government services of that day. Let's say it's the year uh, 2033. Taxes are going to be have to be high enough to take care of all of the government functions of that day. And... Perhaps $35 trillion in principal and all of the interest on all of that principal going forward. And those tax rates would make Bernie Sanders blush. And we're just leading up to that. But yeah. I don't, you know, I just, people are clicking the radios off all over America. They're like, I don't want to hear this crap. There's just no constituency for responsibility. Nope. That America is gone. Forget it. You might as well be writing letters to the, the, the Yankees demanding the Joe DiMaggio play.
0: So there's the $1.4 trillion hanging out there in about a half of the states in this country. Um, they have laws on the books where it falls completely on the taxpayers because they have laws that it's constitutional, that they that the government can't limit the pensions for the, for the
1: workers. Major court decision, Stockton, California said more or less the same thing. You got to come through. Oh man! You know, if we get the government we deserve, I want to punch myself in the face. <laughs> you know, because I'm a bad man. Apparently, I don't know what to do. Vote, I guess. How much Keep doing the radio? How much show. time I get, Michael? I got a good story,
0: but I don't know if I got time to tell.
1: You got a minute? Thirty. Minute yeah. thirty. Yeah. If you're a teacher, you have quite a few uh, years.
0: I wish if I had a time machine. We were talking about time machines the other day. Stephen mm-hmm. Hawking says they exist. Um, time travel can exist. So, uh, but I go back in time, you know, I'd probably go hang out with Lincoln or Jesus or something, but my second choice would be, I'd go back uh, to when I was like 20 years old and go to one of your big blue states, California, New York, someplace that, and get a, get a state job. I don't care how boring it was, get one of those state jobs and retire on it, and you've won the dang lottery, mm-hmm. and you've got health care, and you spend the rest of your life. they got examples here now because of, of the way things work in many states where people will spend 35, 40 years
1: on their pension having taught for 35 years. Right. You have a longer life getting paid, along with health care, than you ever taught. It's often 90% of what you were making. It's and like of course, winning the lottery. The system's ginned up, so you artificially jack up your pay in your final year, so you're making, you know, solid six figures till the day you croak.
0: So for you, the individual, I'm only envious that you got that deal and i didn't
3: you know think of it given the power of time travel jack armstrong gets a reasonable job
1: (laughs) and why is a middle school teacher (laughs) why isn't yogi Berra behind the plate yogi was great
0: yeah you can't get people to care about this you're listening to the armstrong and getty show